me, babe Please keep your hands off of your face Where is that disinfectant spray? I hope this blows over by May Where is that disinfectant spray? I'm gonna love you when the virus is contained I don't wanna shove you so keep two yards at all times between you and I Dex is making jokes he's putting uh, blank pictures of my face up and telling you guys to all illustrate them I got to tell you, I don't appreciate the person who took an ass and turned it into a face. Oh, really? Huh? Oh, what are you, you don't doing? Like that, huh? You don't are like you that? kidding me? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with who? What? What are you talking why, about? Why are you wearing a gas mask? Seriously, bro. I don't know if you know this, but we're under quarantine right now. And the government just shipped me this uh, sweet little blast mask just to protect myself. You don't have to wear a stupid gas mask, dude. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, this is the dumb. No, that's not the dumbest thing. This is the coolest thing ever. Look at this picture of Buck right there. Whoever what? made that, good job. What picture? I don't. You can't even see what you're talking about. What do you mean? You can't see that? No, I can't even see what you're talking about. You know what? How about this one? That one's amazing. I can't. I can't see what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I, I must have some kind of delay yeah. or something. Or how about that one? Oh, I like the top hat and monocle one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that that is a good one. I wish yeah. my mustache looked like that. I held a contest yesterday on Facebook, and uh, the Buck and Dex Army came through, man. They really did. They, they made some good ones. What did the winner get from you? Nothing? Uh, they get featured. I'm featuring the best ones right now. What are, you, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, there were more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a ton more. You, you want some more, bro? Well done. No, I don't, I don't need any more. It's okay. Yeah, dude. It's fine. How about That's this okay. one? How about that gonna, one right there? We're going to do the same thing with you. We're gonna Beautiful. we're gonna put a, a blank picture of you up there as well, and you can you can be uh be made up as well. All right, let me share this to my page real quick because Buck shocker guys, Buck couldn't figure out how to share it on the Buck and Dex podcast page. You know what? Don't be a douche. I didn't do anything differently than I did yesterday. Okay. All right. Nothing. Nothing at all. Okay. Anyways, how's quarantine life? How's it going? It's all right, man. I've basically just been laying around all day. I haven't felt motivated. Um, I woke up this morning and I was feeling kind of crappy. So, um, you know, I just kind of been doing a whole lot of nothing today. Wait, Kids why, are a little bit, what, what do you mean crappy, dude? Are you sick? No, you no, got, no, no, no. I'm just. You got I'm just, Corona, bro? No, I don't corona? have Corona. No, I don't have Corona. You got the Rona, corona. don't you? You got the Rona. No. The, what are you talking about? Don't try to abbreviate things, okay? You got the Rona, dude. Is that what all the millennials are saying? The yeah, Rona? Man. Yeah. That's right. Well. How about this one? Look at that one, guys. Look at this. Look at, look the, at that one. Mickey, the Mickey Mouse one is pretty good. That's a really good one, actually. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> oh, man. These are so good. Good job. Oh, wait. Glad, hold on. This, glad you're this having is, this fun my at my favorite. expense. Look at this one, guys. <laughs> I've one. always wanted to be. I've always wanted to be a ginger. Thank you so much. Oh, for yes, that. yes, yeah. you look beautiful. I've got I've got some friends that are gingers. It's mm-hmm. okay. I'm okay with gingers. So uh, I I always want to say star me. 
because sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's just kind of in, ingrained in my brain. But Bucknecks Army, wrong show. I know, wrong show. Uh, how's every, how's quarantine life? How's everybody doing out there? You guys staying safe? You staying home? Do you not give a shit? What's going on? Yeah, people need to be staying home right now. I'll tell you that much. They're not though, Buck. That's the problem. They're not. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but uh, everybody does need to just stay stay the hell home, man. Don't you don't have to go to the store. You don't have to do anything. Don't do it. Here's here's the thing that I'm having a hard time with is like I I get that there's a lot of theories and conspiracies and whether or not you know the Democrats, Republicans, whichever side. I don't care who started this whole virus thing, if that's true. Okay. I don't, I don't care. The fact is, is that it's happening and people are dying. And if you get infected and then you just go out into your normal life, you're going to infect other people until you're going to end up, you know, some old lady, some old guy is going to get it or even not even that they're finding it that most of the people that are getting, getting hit with this are younger people now. So, who knows, man, what can happen? I just don't understand why people don't take it serious. Who's that? That was Sophie, sorry. You know, Sophie. Hey, you know what? Go to your room. Let my kids be kids, okay? To, just, because you have gr- just because you have grown-up kids. You kids know what? We're trying are... to do a show here. We're trying to put on a top-quality morning show. All okay, right. it's not a morning show, it's a podcast. And it's not even a podcast at this point. It's just us talking on a computer and, you know, just yeah. trying to stay connected. Well, what's the matter? This thing is, this thing is How are you ever going to be a fireman if you can't wear that Whew. for more than 10 minutes? Man. Oh, jeez. Goodness sakes, I can barely breathe. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to fail. There's no way you can be a fireman. You know what, bro? Take that back. I'm not going to fail. Well, right. put Take your mask back. back on then. Hey, everybody needs to share, like, because we're on Buck's Facebook page right now. We need, we need you guys to share this thing, please. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go through and figure out what you did on the other one because it oh, said really? when I went to launch it, it said something about like uh, this user has opted out of this, and I don't know what the hell they're talking about because I didn't literally haven't opened this since yesterday. This is the okay. first time I've opened my laptop since yesterday. Well, nobody's chiming in on your Facebook page. Everybody's just joining, but nobody's like saying anything. Oh, David, yeah. yes, you can hit us Thank with a you. serious question. Of course you can, bro. Go. Right. Please. What you got? Because I got a bunch of quarantine stuff. I pulled up a ton of like updates. And, and uh, I, let me throw this out real quick before David says anything. Do you think <laughs> the divorce rate... <laughs> He's like, never mind. It's all right. Oh, my gosh. Damn it. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> all right, let me ask you a question, all right? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead and ask me a question. Do you think the divorce rate is up or down right now? I think it's skyrocketing right now. You're absolutely correct. It is skyrocketing. Uh, divorce attorneys say they've seen a 50% rise in calls from potential clients. 50%. Hmm, that's crazy. You want to take a guess why that is? Is it because they're spending more time with each other? Or do you think that... All these stinking cheaters out there are finally getting found out. I think that. Hold on. Sorry. I think um, 
Are you are you are you chatting with David privately right now? Is that what you're no, doing? no, no, I'm not. <clears throat> That's not what's happening. I think people are probably <clears throat> I think people are probably spending so much time together right now and they're not used to doing that. And a lot of people kind of get these things backwards as far as like sometimes getting married, you know. Um I, I don't think they go into it with the right intentions and the right heart. And yeah. I think that once you get past a lot of the surface level stuff, then that's when, you know, when the rubber meets the road, that's when things will start to fall apart. So that's yeah. probably why if I had to guess. No, that's a good call. Yeah. That's, um, there was a guy in Spain who disguised himself as a dog so he could leave his house without being fined. It's pretty amazing. You guys <laughs> need to Google that picture. I wish I had the picture. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, how do you, how do you, how small, like how small or large was this man? No, he was a normal sized dude. So how do you disguise yourself as a dog? Wouldn't he have to disguise himself as like a goat or something? I mean, that would be more appropriately sized. You know what, dude? I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I can't talk to the guy. I don't know what his thought process was, like how he thought he could just act like a dog and everybody would think he was a dog. I don't know, dude. Okay. All right. You don't have to be all shitty with me. Hey, man, I'm not. I'm just trying to, I just don't know if you can hear me or not. I can hear, we can hear you fine. You just sound like you're talking through a, a gas mask. Well, I am. It's a blast mask. Okay. A blast mask? Yeah. That's what firefighters use. Okay. I, I don't know what the difference, what's the difference I th- I between thought, a wait, blast mask and a gas mask? Wait, hold on a second. I thought you were a firefighter. You were in the Navy, right? Yeah. Every, everybody that's on a ship yeah. is a firefighter. You don't know what this is, huh? Yeah, it's a breathing apparatus. <laughs> You're correct, sir. You are correct. Yeah. Um, What's up, everybody? Hey, Gurry. How you doing, man? How's the teepee? Did Gurry come over and get teepee yesterday? Gurry did come over yesterday, as a matter of fact. He certainly did. So, okay, let me ask you a question, Buck, all right? Let me ask you a question. Let's just say, all right, just play along with me, okay? We do that. Let's right. say, let's say that you were one of the people out there that had lost your job and you were living paycheck to paycheck. Okay. And you're, you found yourself in this situation where you're waiting for the Trump check, but it's going to be two, three weeks out and you're with your family. You got little ones. And you guys are out of money because you just spent your last dime on toilet paper and food for the house. What do you do in that situation? Because I'm sure there's probably a lot of Americans that are in that situation right now. Like, what would you do? Oh, man, that's such a hard question. And it's really dependent on on the individual. If I had stuff that I had to sell, I would sell it. If I could find work. You know, if I had to go to Walmart or Walgreens or Lowe's or, you know, one of those many companies that are hiring right now, I would go do whatever I had to do to take care of my family. This is, uh, you know, this is one of those times where you just do what you have to do. And I've always said before, you know, it's it's like if somebody wanted to pay me to stand on my head in a bucket of shit to earn money so I could take care of my family, I would do it. You know, I'll do whatever I have to do to take care of my family. So obviously you're going to start out with, with things that 
are going to people that are going to be out there to help you. So, you know, you're going to talk to food pantries and maybe try to get some food there. You're going to talk to churches. You're going to talk to the utility companies, you know, I mean, utility companies aren't shutting anybody off right now anyway. So, uh, you know, just do what you have to do to get by, you know, if you have stuff that you can sell, sell it, you know, whatever you have to do, just, we're all in survival mode right now, man. It's everybody. Yeah. It's the entire no, it's the entire world is in survival mode. I mean, we were going to come on earlier and, <clears throat> excuse me, we had to have a conference call with the landlord of our building downtown of the El Rey. Yeah. So, you know, we have, we have the El Rey, we have the speakeasy, we have the liquor store at Inside Out, me and my partners, and we don't have any money coming in. And yeah. we're not, none of us, you can cover that up. That's fine. Um, dude, what are you doing? What do you mean? You need, you need to get in the center of the shot. What do you mean? I am. Get, in the, get in the center of the shot. Is that better? <laughs> I am so going to put a picture up of you and have people do the same thing. And I'm going to make that my background just so uh, you know. It's real creative. Real creative. Buddy. You know what? It doesn't matter. All own. the great ideas are already stolen anyway. Oh, that's there, a there lie. No, there are no new ideas out there, Dexter. That is a lie. There are no new ideas, my friend. Look at this one. That's you. That's you before you started exercising. Yeah, that's me, bro. Yeah, I was a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my glamour shot. You know, if you Googled your glamour shot. Dude, my glamour. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know, it's so <laughs> funny. So I Googled my glamour shot. Master Ken, a.k.a. Matt Page, did this thing where he uh, posted <clears throat> and he says, put your first name into Google and then put glamour shot. And mine came up as freaking Ron Swanson. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, that was amazing. It would have been yeah. better. There was a girl that was like really. It would have been a lot funnier. But the very first one was the Ron Swanson one. So that's amazing. So I had to go I with that. It. Look at this one. Whoever did this one, good job. Yeah, they made me look. Tweety Bird. <laughs> you totally look like Tweety Bird. Amazing. Oh man, have you seen this yet? Let me see if you can see this. Did you see that thing I posted about you two? No, go to my, uh, go to my Instagram page and, uh, go to my stories. It's really funny. So yeah, people are, uh, people are getting pretty desperate, dude. You know? Okay. Okay. So I have a friend that will remain anonymous and he sent me a text message just now. He'd like me to keep him anonymous. So I'll do that. Um, sing the mailbag song. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. Okay, so this is from Anonymous. And up, Ella, Josh? you want to come over real quick and say hi? Come yeah. here. Ella wants to come over and say hi real fast. Yeah. Ella, come all the way over here. Come on. Come here. Get in front of the camera. Right there. All right. This is Ella. We're broadcasting live right now. Ella has been practicing Magic Tiles 3 feverishly because I told her once she gets perfect at it and she can play it without having any mistakes, we're going to film her and put her on YouTube. Oh. We're going to start making some dirty YouTube money, aren't we, Ella? Yeah. Okay, say bye to everybody. You're, you're very pretty. You're very pretty, Ella. Say thank you. Thank you. All right, go on. Th- thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. It's not a question. <clears throat> All right, here we dad. go. Look at your dad. She's gone already. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't do that to her anyway. Um... So, my wife, who is a nurse, 
who was a nurse, has been using OxyContin to get high for over a year. We have three kids. She's been using and draining my bank account. After a year, I decided three weeks ago to kick her out. She stays at her parents' house a few houses down. She hasn't stopped using even after I, even after I kicked her out. She keeps saying she's, tr- she's trying. She came into my house when I wasn't home and cleaned out my daughter, my giant, cleaned out my daughter, my giant change jar, and other things. I love my wife, but I'm tired of her shit. Any advice? Wow. Would you like oh. to feel this, or would you like me to feel this? Well, I think we both can feel this, but you know what? Why don't you start? You want me to start? Please um, do. I think, uh, let me take this off just for a second. Okay. Pussy. (laughs) Um, I think what you did first off was, was good. You left or you kicked her out. Um, I think that's, that's the important thing is when people are on drugs, man, it's, you don't mess around with that stuff. You know, you, you can't, people seem to get caught up in enabling, you know, we see that a lot with families and it's, and I understand why, because you love that person and you want to make sure that they're safe and you don't, you don't want to kick them out. But at the same time, it's like, you can't, you have to put boundaries down, you know, and you, those boundaries are, if drugs are in the house, sorry, but you're done, you're out. And so I think you kicking her out was the best thing, even though it's the hardest thing, it's the best thing you could have done. And until she gets help, which is, you know, going to get, getting into a program. Maybe she needs to go into rehab. Sounds like she does. Um, you can't let her back in because drug addicts are the best manipulators and liars. Am I right? Yeah. It's, this is true. So um, I think that was a good step on, on kicking her out. Yeah, so <clears throat> Sarah and I have had this conversation before. I mean, everybody knows my history. Everybody knows that... Uh, for a long time, I was a, I was a pretty serious drug abuser and I don't even know when we had this conversation. It was probably maybe like a year or two after we were married. I, we just talking one night and I told her, I said, listen, I said, if for some reason I started using again, I 100% expect you to throw me out of the house. Like you can't let me be in the house around my kids. Now I was never anybody. I wasn't, I wasn't the type of uh, user that stole from people. Um, I'm not saying I've never stolen things before in my life. uh, But typically I was, I was always functioning at a high enough level using where I didn't have to steal and rob people to, to, to use. And uh, you know, this conversation that I had with Sarah, I basically told her that if, I ever start to do this again, you have to put me out. And I want you to understand something too. If for some reason you started doing this, I'm going to put you out of the house as well. Yeah. And, and she, she got it. She's like, yeah, I get that. Okay. I'm cool with that. I hear what you're saying. If you do this, um, Gary just sent me a text message and said, I used to suck dick for Coke. That is absolutely false. Wow. Wow. Maybe, maybe an over the pants rub. But no, I'm I mean, just kidding. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, Gary knows a lot about you. That's your brother. He doesn't right? know. He, you know, Gary doesn't know the old, the old Aaron. He doesn't know oh, the old know, Buck. Yeah, I do. Does. You do. You do. You're one of the, you're one of the Gosh. few people that I'm still. Seriously, guys. What? Dude, it was rough. <laughs> it was seriously rough. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. When I first started doing the show with this guy, holy crap, man. Oof. You're lucky I stuck around, dude. 
You're lucky. You know that? Really? I'm lucky? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't even, I I don't even know what to say to that right I now. I could have left you so many times, bro, but I hung in there, man. I didn't give up on you. You know? Yeah. No, you tried to give up on me many times. And we'll yeah, clear that, true, we'll clear that up with Bill May when he's on with us next no, week. I did. I used to go into Bill May's office and like, please fire him. Try I to get me fired. I can't. I can't do it anymore. He's such a peckerhead. He's such a douche. I can't do the show with him anymore. And he just looked oh. at me and go, hang in there, bro. You can do this. Hang in there. And I, was like, and I okay. used to say, I used to say the same thing to Bill. I'm like, Bill, you got to do something about this guy. He's got these little, he's got these little arms and you know, he's always waving around and freaking out all the time. He's got to go. And Bill would just say, you know what, Buck, hang in there. Hang in we'll there, dude. We'll see if we can get a record label to sponsor the surgery to make his arms longer. <laughs> um, uh, no, amazing. but on a, on a serious note to our friend that sent us that text message, um, just kind of circling back. Uh, if a crime has been committed at your house, then you probably need to do something about it at some point. I mean, because if you're allowing that behavior, if your daughter sees, or your kids, I should say, you said you had three kids. If your kids see you allowing this to happen, then you're kind of setting the example for them. Right. And, I, and now I under, totally understand what you're saying, you know, because I mean, I've had friends and family members that we've gone through, gone, gone through this with. And at some point you have to let people experience the consequence of their actions. If they don't experience the consequence of their actions, they're never going to change. That's true. That's so, very true. That's kind of yeah. my two cents about that. Yeah. Turn her in too, man. You know, call the cops on her if you need to. You know, get a restraining order. Do whatever it takes, man. You know, like if she's on drugs and she's stealing stuff, turn her in. That that could be what gets her the help, what could turn things around. And maybe it won't. Maybe it's going to be a long road and it's going to be a hard battle. But um, you got to – you have to put your foot down. Yeah. Unacceptable. Drugs are – let's draw a line in the sand. She crosses that, boom, out. And same goes for you. Like Buck said, you know, if, if his wife did it, he'd do the same thing and vice versa. So, Yeah. So I've been talking to a lot of people. Um, I hope we answered your question, friend. I hope that was, um, I hope that was helpful. So. Yeah, sorry. Sorry for going through that. It sucks. Yeah. And if you guys have questions, if you want to email us stuff, if you have like mailbags, you need advice, email us, thebuckindexarmy at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to help you. So and but Buck, uh, you can call Buck on uh, Facebook Messenger. He's accepting phone calls on Facebook Messenger. I actually have that turned off. You can call Dex though. Oh dang um, it! I can you can turn that off. Yeah, dummy. Gosh darn it! I got to turn that off. So I've been talking to a lot of people recently. Uh, been texting with a lot of people, chatting with a lot of people through Facebook, Instagram, and everybody. I, I believe we're at like day eleven right now of the quarantine. No, it's not really a quarantine. It's a kind of a stay-at-home order, which just started, but everybody's been doing the social distancing thing, so we're all kind of staying away from each other. But uh, I've been talking to people, you know, what are you reading? What are you doing? Are you doing any kind of exercise? And it seems like everybody's kind of doing their routine. They're getting these new routines in place. But it still doesn't stop the self-isolation and the boredom. Right. Yeah. So two former astronauts actually shared some tips on how to self-isolate without going nuts. 
like you have to choose goals, follow a schedule, pace yourself, keep a journal, oh, yeah. make time to connect with loved ones, video calls. Um, and so we'll just kind of dive into it a little bit deeper. So former space station commander, Chris Hadfield got on YouTube and he shared pointers on how to get through all of this stuff that we're going through without going nuts. And then also Scott Kelly shared some great tips too. And the first thing they say, do your research, understand the situation, and listen to the experts. Don't just be afraid, find reliable sources, know the true risk you're facing. Having a good grasp on it can help you actually manage your anxiety. So don't get too obsessed about it. And that's something that's really easy for me to do because I'm that person that will just start diving in and trying to find more information. And the yeah. next thing you know, I'm, I'm going down rabbit holes and I'm, you know, places on the internet that I probably shouldn't be reading things that I shouldn't be reading about, about things that, you know, conspiracy theories and whatnot. So that's, that's uh, a plus advisor. Uh, the second you, thing they say, choose uh, are you part goals. of the queue? Identify. What do you mean? What's part the of the queue, bro? The queue? You don't know what? about the queue? No, I can't, I can't All say right. anymore. All right. Yeah. Don't say anything else. All right. um, choose some goals, identify the obstacles and attack those goals. Think about what you want to accomplish today, this week, and this month. So right now, we can probably lay out a week's worth of goals and be able to uh, accomplish those goals because this is going to be going on for probably at least another two or three weeks, I'm thinking. Um, moving forward is the important part of what we're talking about. So just keep yourself moving forward. For me, I'm so busy with all of my stuff. You know, because, you know, I have a full-time job, a full-time real estate job. Uh, I, I'm a partner in some businesses downtown. I've got three kids under seven. You know, I'm married. It's like all of that stuff adds up. And I haven't had time to do a lot of little things around the house. So what I've been doing is I pick one thing a day and I go out and I do it. So like yesterday, we had a bunch of the kids art and I took that art and I hung it up all, you know, around the house. Oh, nice. So that's if you cool. can find little things to do like that, that's probably pretty helpful too. I like um, that. Yeah. Follow a schedule. This is important too. I think people, instead of just like, and I'm, I can't really speak to this today because I'm going to be a total hypocrite, but I woke up today and just put on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. But if you get on a schedule and kind of start your day and act as if you're just going about your day like a normal day, get up, take a shower, brush your teeth comb your hair, clean your ears, just do whatever your morning routine is, do that and get fully dressed. I think having that schedule is that part of the schedule is super important. Um, because having structure is actually helpful. Yeah. No, I like that. You know, and I, I seriously, I mean, it's, it's nice, you know, cause I remember the days when my kids were small and it was, I mean, those are great times, but, the, but when, when you're all cooped up in a house, and you got little kids running around. That's hard, man. That, yeah. that everybody can go nuts. And if you can't leave the house, like my cousin Jeremiah was talking to him today, and he lives up in uh, Denver, and he is having a tough time because um, he up in Colorado, you're not allowed to go out running. You, they closed all the trails. Like it's like you got to stay home. Yeah, that's like. And luckily, we haven't gotten to that point yet here in New Mexico, but. It's hard, man, when you're stuck there, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, the next thing is to pace yourself. Don't try to do too much every day or you're going to burn yourself out. You got to remind yourself to take breaks and actually make room for fun, 
when Scott Kelly was on the space station, apparently he binge watched Game of Thrones twice. So, you know, it's okay to binge watch right now. You know, don't make that your everything, but you can do that. It's totally fine. What are you, uh, what are you watching? Watching anything cool? Well, I don't want to talk about that right now because there's something I want to talk to you about uh, coming up about a tiger. Oh, Tiger King? Yeah. Okay. Don't say anything else. Don't say anything else. Uh, Don't say anything else. Um, The fifth thing, get outside if you can. Obviously, they can't do that in space. It's one of the things they probably miss the most about being up there. But if you can't go outside, crack a window or just try this. On the space station, I guess they played a bunch of nature sounds like birds, trees, wrestling wind, stuff like that. So you can do that. Oh, there you go. There he is. Uh, Number six, keep a journal. NASA has been studying the effects of self-isolation for decades, and they found one of the best ways to stop cabin fever is actually to make a journal. Write a journal. Write in a journal. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, the seventh thing, take the time to connect with your loved ones. Do video calls with friends and family. Those are huge, especially if you're super isolated like the astronauts were. So take advantage of it and appreciate how lucky we are right now that it's even possible to do that. So my mom gets a kick out of it when I'll, I'll take the iPad, I'll set it up and I'll just, you know, call her on, uh, uh through Facebook and yeah. just let the kids sit there and talk to her for like 30 minutes. And, you know, technology, technology is amazing now. So you can, we yeah. can do this. Like I'm in my bedroom right now. Dex is, I don't I'm know. Quarant- what's, he's quarantined I'm, I'm in front quarantined of something right, right now. now. I'm quarantined right now, guys. And, uh, <clears throat> Whoa, yeah, whoa. I'm a real, what, what, who's that what? dude you got behind you? What does that say? What, what are you talking about? What does that say? I've seen that face before. It looks familiar. Dude, dude behind me? What Move you your head. Move your what? head. Move your head. Get out Where? of the center of the... What? What does it what say? What If you... Huh? Hold on. I need to make this bigger. Huh. Can I make this bigger? What does it say? Weird. I don't know what you're talking about. It says something like, if huh. you recognize this man's face, you have some fucked up friends. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. You, you, know, yeah. you sent but, me that guy the other day. Oh, really? Because uh, you sent me that guy like about a month ago. No, huh, I didn't. Weird. You, uh, you, and, you sent that to me and Ricky the other day. Yeah, I did because I've sent you this because it's funny because you sent it to Ricky and I first. I don't think I sent that to you. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. He's very, he's very popular. Yeah, that guy is very popular, apparently. So, okay, so somebody was talking about a TV show that just came out on Netflix, and it's called Tiger King. Yes. And they said that you would be the person to best explain this. So get out of the way so we can see this guy. Just move out of the okay. screen completely. Okay. You so this him? guy has a blonde mullet, a Fu Manchu mustache, and he's got his arm around a Bengal tiger. So right. what is the story with this, this show? Tell us about it. Okay. Spoilers. You know, I don't want to spoil it for you because I feel like, cause you haven't seen it yet, right? No, but I'm going to start watching it tonight. Okay. So I, I got to think real quick. I just don't want to, cause the whole, the beautiful thing about this show is when you go into the show, not knowing really what's going on, that's, that's what's so great about it. So um, I will say, Okay, this guy right here, his name is Joe Exotic, and mm-hmm. he owns a zoo in, uh, I believe it's Oklahoma, and then there's, there's two or three other zoos that they bring in, um, that one's in Florida, one's in Ohio, and they all kind of hate each other, 
but they all own these exotic cats. And this guy, Joe Exotic, is he is one of the I don't even know how to put this guy, but he I've never seen or met anybody like this guy in my life. He's 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 insane. I don't know what I don't know what to say without spoiling. What do you mean? Point, what do you mean insane? Just give us some gifts. It's a series or a movie. So it's a docu series. Okay, so so this just, is the real life. This is like this is this is what happened. So basically, it follows Joe Exotic and these other zoos in the country. The past almost like that. I guess the past ten years they've been shooting. Looks like they've been uh, shooting this documentary and following nineteen eighty five. Dude, the drama dude is like it's Jerry Springer, but real life docu series. I mean, it's crazy, man. And then you know the whole I guess exotic cat thing too. It's kind of weird, you know. It's you know it's 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 a great the the fact that kind of blew me away is that there's more there's more tigers in the state of Texas than the rest of the world. Yeah, like we, I knew that. I actually I actually knew that. That's insane, you know. And then it then it shows a map of all the exotic cats around the country. And there's a lot of people that own exotic cats because you can buy a cat for like, you know, a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks online. But then they go into the details of like how much does it cost to feed these things. And Joe Exotic right here, he has, oh man, how many how many cats? I don't remember exactly, but he had like seemed like fifty cats, might have been more, and you know, that bill to feed those cats every month was just insane. So my sister uh, just chimed in and she said, it's amazing. If Siegfried and Royd and Joe Dirt had a child, yes. that would be this guy. Exactly right. That I could just, you just Thank have you, to sister. watch it. You just have to watch it. So then we can talk about it. Cause I don't want to spoil anything. So, um, but there's a lot of drama. There's a, there's a lot of, you know, Joe, Joe exotic is, He's hooking up with a bunch of people he works with and dudes or chicks dudes. He, okay. Yes. Yeah. Dudes. And, uh, some of these dudes don't know that they're gay, but they're hooking up with Joe exotic. So <laughs> it's, huh. it's just, a, it's a weird thing, man. It's, I don't know. That's all I can say right now. I don't want to say sister, too much until my, you watch it. My sister said he had over 200 cats. How do you feed them? Yeah, like, I mean, cats. what is it? What does it cost to feed a tiger daily? It's got to be a ton of money. Dude, it's it's a lot of money. And here's the thing. Like, so Walmart. Is he a um, Coke dealer? Uh, see, I don't want to give too much away, bro. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I don't want to give too much away. But just to go back to how they, how they feed these tigers is they, they'll make deals with like, um, like if somebody hits uh, a deer on the side of the road or whatever kind of animal, they have a deal to where you know, they'll pick it up for them and then they'll take them and feed them to the tigers or Walmart, all the food that is ex expired. Yeah. They just throw away like bologna and lunch meat and just anything meat wise that expires. Walmart gives it to Joe exotic so he can feed it to the tigers. So, cause it, it's it literally it's, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a day just to feed these tigers. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, he's, he's, he's charging like 200 bucks to get into his zoo and what? people are, yeah. And people are paying it. It's more to, it's, it costs more to get into Joe exotic zoo than Disneyland since it's, it's crazy. Hmm. Okay. 
So is, are you recommending this? You're saying that this is something we need to watch. Oh yeah. And the people, there was a couple of people that chimed in on my posts and said (laughs) they couldn't get past the first episode. I don't get that. I'm, I can't wrap my head around how you couldn't stay locked into watching this show. Cause it was the biggest train wreck I've ever seen in my life. I, mean, uh, I, thought my, I thought my life was a mess. Yeah. Well, people like to watch the train wreck for sure. Yeah, it's true. Um, I started watching something last night on Apple plus. Let me see. <clears throat> I can't remember the guy's, uh, the guy's name, but, um, it's about the space race in, uh, it's about the space race in the sixties. And it kind of follows that premise of, did you watch the man in the high castle? Yeah, I did. I love that. Okay. Show. Yeah. So it's basically kind of along those, the, the same premise, you know, they show the, the lunar landing and they're like 500 million people are watching this around the world right now. And then the dude gets out and it's Igor, the cosmonaut, and he's the first person to land on the moon. And so it's following these astronauts. I think it's called like for the love of country or something like that, but it's okay. an Apple, Apple TV, Apple plus TV show or whatever. So I watched the first episode of that last night, but I'm going to watch this too. I want to see this, uh, this tiger King guy. He yeah. kind of reminds me of like, if, uh, if Tony Montana, Montana was gay in Scarface, it would oh, be yeah. this dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With his tigers and his shirts and you know, the hair and, that's, yeah. They actually do reference that in the docu series. Do they really? Oh yeah, it's huh. it's crazy. Yeah. Well, he's he's hitting his mark then because that's kind of what he would remind me of, like a a gay Tony Montana. Yeah, Tony uh, Montana. Megan said they had a three dude wedding. That is true. They had a three dude wedding. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Have you watched the whole thing, dude? My girlfriend and I couldn't stop. I'm not going to tell you how long it took us to binge through this series because I'm kind of embarrassed. Um, but yeah, you watched I, it all in one night, didn't you? I'm not going to say. Tell us the truth. No. No, I'm not going to do it. Come on, tell us the truth. No, dude. No. I want to see how long it takes you to get through, and then I'll reveal once you watch it. I want to see how hooked you get. Okay. Well, I'll see if, uh, I'll see if I can maybe start watching it tonight. Um, are you washing your hands? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Washing for at least 20 seconds? At least 20 seconds. You know, my, my hands have never felt like this before. They're very, like, cracked. Wash your hands. Whoa, whoa. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Grab some soap. Grab some soap. Grab some soap. Grab some soap. My kids are going to come running in here any second now. Oh, it's Cash. Hello, Cash. Oh, okay. Come here. That's that's Cash's theme song. You want to see? Uh, you want to see your uh, bad uncle Dex? Come here. Come here. Let me show you. Look. Have a seat. What's up, buddy? Hey, look. What's up, Cash? You, remember that freaky guy? No. What are you doing, What's bro? His name? No. What's his name? No. No, his his name is No. No. Yeah. I am No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, go play. Go see, play. You, buddy. see you later. Go wash your go wash your hands, dude. He heard the he heard the wash your hands song and came a running. That oh baby shark tune just like uh, it gets him every time. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Somebody actually asked to see him earlier anyway. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, good, good. 
What else you got? Um, I'm, su- let me see I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to do the Darren White's radio show with him tomorrow. Oh, nice. Good. You can get, get caught up. Did you, uh, he's yeah, going to, some- he's going to come on with us too next week because okay. I think it would be good to have him on because he's very well versed in everything that's been going on. I mean, obviously he's deep diving this a lot, lot more than we are because he's on a news rate. He's got a news radio talk show. Yeah, so, absolutely. But he said he would definitely come on with us next week. So I found a little more information about our uh, Trump checks because, you know, I'm waiting patiently for my Trump check. Um, and, you know, if you watch the news, they've been talking about it. But it sounds like, because my question was, all right, how are we going to get these checks? You know, is it just going to be direct deposited? And that's, I guess, what's going to happen. If you pay taxes, I guess they're going to go off of your 2018 taxes. And if you have your direct deposit set up, then they're just going to hopefully in two to three weeks get that money sent to each individual that qualifies. Um, you know, so it sounds like there's going to be a lot of, a lot of happy families. I mean, this is, this is huge, man. This, I mean, our country needs this right now. If we don't have, if we didn't have the stimulus money, we would be, we'd be done for. So yeah. this is big. Yeah, no. And it's going to turn out to be sizable for some families too, which is going to be good. Um, you know, because they need the, they just definitely need that cash infusion for sure. Um, I mean, you're not going to get any because you know, you wait, you make way more than, uh, what was it? $75,000 a year. Yeah, so, I, I do. I make way more than that. Yeah. So you're not going to get a check probably. <laughs> the same. How do you know how much money I make? Oh, I, come on. Bro. You and Gary, you and Gary both are just the biggest dick sometimes. You, you, you guys make it sound like I'm like taking baths in like $100 bills or something. Really? And really? just making it rain on myself. You own half of Central downtown. I don't so. own half of Central downtown. We're leasing okay. the corner of 7th and Central downtown. Leasing. Oh, my bad. My bad. Leasing half of Central downtown. Whatever. <laughs> Such a nut job. Every time I go to Buck's house too, he has, dude, he has... He has workers that, like, you have an assistant. I don't know if I, if I can say her name because I don't want to put her on blast, and, you know, but you have an assistant. I do have an assistant, yeah. Okay. Most, most, most successful real estate people do, and that just right. makes, it makes you be able to work smarter. But, I mean, that money comes directly out of my commissions. Like, okay. she, gets, she gets paid directly out of that. So, there you go. Okay, fine. All right, fine. All right. Yeah, you know, just saying. There's babysitters there all the time. Assistants. We don't know. have baby. We don't have babysitters anymore. People cleaning the house. Babysitters. We don't have people cleaning the house. We don't have babysitters. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because tough. It, you know, times are tough. They're not allowed to come into the house. That's why. Hey, bro. I think my phone's gonna die. Well, why don't you plug it in real fast, and I'll uh, do a news story here. Well, I tried to, but um, I can't hear on my phone. The volume is really low. I don't know why. You're always making excuses about, you know, I, if we're hanging out with people, let's hang out with people. Stop making excuses. Yeah. Oh, I was doing that. Um, I've got another story. So a study came out that I think people probably want to hear. <clears throat> a new study. Let me see. Hold on. I don't know. How, now, I don't know how accurate this is because it comes from brobible.com. All right. Okay. Analysis of over 200,000 tweets reveals which states are getting the drunkest while on quarantine. It would hit me. 
You want to take a here. guess? You want to take a guess at number one? Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana is not number one. Really? Um, the drunkest states. Um, it's got to be one of those those southern states, Mississippi. Well, you're kind. Of, you're close. Ooh, you're close. Uh, Oklahoma. You need to, no, you need to. You're even. You're you're super hot now. Really? Tejas, man. Tejas, no kidding. Texas. Texas is the drunkest state during the quarantine right now. Number two, this is probably just based off of population by itself, is California. California? Uh, yep. I knew it. Who do you think number three is? I don't, see, uh, we have to be in the top five somewhere. So I don't know if we're number three because I was, uh, was going to say maybe like Georgia. No, Georgia's not even uh, – Georgia's number 10 on the list, actually. We are at, indeed, number three, New Mexico. No way. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag New Mexico true. Huh. Five is Arizona. Six is Nevada. Seven is Louisiana. Eight is Mississippi. Nine is Idaho. And number 10 is Georgia. Wow. So good Ida- for you. Idaho? Good for you, New Mexico. What's up Idaho. with Idaho? There's Utah. hardly any people. There's, there's Utah, no, no people in Idaho. I don't get that. Yeah, no, there are people in Idaho. Well, I mean, their population's probably as big as ours. It's got to be. No, no way, man. No way. Do you know what the population of New Mexico is? Uh, isn't it like, I'd say a million and a half? It, what I'm going to say? Uh, it's about two million. Two million? I bet you Idaho is about. Double check. Eh, Idaho might be. <clears> New Mexico's just over. No, Idaho's 1.75 million and New Mexico's 2.09 million. So almost 2.1 million. I guess Boise's pretty big. I've never been. Boise, you know? It's pronounced Boise. Idaho it's not, Falls. It's not, it's not Boise. It's Boise. Pocatello. Uh, we have other news to cover. Just in case you guys have not heard this yet. Um, on Thursday... UFC light heavyweight champion John Jones was arrested on four different counts, aggravated DWI, negligent use of a firearm, possession of an open container, and no proof of insurance in his vehicle. Two members of the Albuquerque Police Department, Officer Jason Brown and Officer Brian Johnson, responded to the scene hours after Jones' booking. MMA junkie acquired arrest reports that give firsthand accounts of the officers involved. According to Brown, Jones had a green leafy substance on his shirt and pants consistent with marijuana and an odor of alcohol coming from his facial area. Brown noted that during a search of Jones' vehicle, he found a handgun underneath the driver's seat and matching spent round next to the driver's door. Johnson, meanwhile, observed that Jones had bloodshot, watery eyes and a strong odor of alcohol coming from his facial region. It was Johnson who made the notes of, of a Jones field sobriety test. Jonathan did a field sobriety test and performed poorly on all three of them, he wrote. He also performed poorly on two out of three alternative tests. He was searched and arrested. So wow. they actually have the arrest reports out in the full report so you can read the, read the, uh, the details. It says, on 326, about 12.58 a.m., I was at 3rd and Central in the parking lot. I heard a single gunshot on the west on Central. I drove west on Central and observed a black Jeep on the south side of the street parked in front of 312 Central. I observed a male in the driver's seat and a subject on the sidewalk by the passenger door. I observed no other subjects in the area. I pulled up behind the vehicle and turned turned on my overhead lights. 
The vehicle was running. I contacted the driver and asked him to roll down the vehicle window. I observed an open bottle of alcohol on the floor behind the passenger seat. It was still a quarter full. A bottle of Ricardo 40% alcohol. That's mezcal, by the way. I asked the driver to hand me the bottle. I also observed that he had a green leafy substance on his shirt and pants consistent with marijuana. I identified the driver as Jonathan Jones. I asked Jones about the gunshot, and he stated he did not know. I asked him why he was out, and he stated he wanted to go for a drive. I asked him for his vehicle registration and proof of insurance. Jones fumbled with his documents and was not able to locate proof of insurance or a proof of an insurance card. I also observed that Jones had an odor of alcohol coming from his facial area. I requested the assistance of a DWI officer. Officer Brian Johnson was working DWI saturation patrol and responded to my request. After Officer Johnson completed his investigation, he placed Jones under arrest for DWI. I had the vehicle towed from the scene during an inventory of the vehicle uh, subject to arrest until I located a loaded handgun under the driver's seat. I also located a spent round just outside of the driver's door. The spent round was the same caliber as the firearm that was located. A video of my investigation will be uploaded to APD evidence. The handgun was tagged into APD evidence. So what's, what's your theory on John Jones um, just constantly getting in trouble? Does he just not, not care? Is it my theory real quick is that I think he probably gets busted a lot, but he probably does get let off or let go because he's John Jones. And then all of a sudden you're going to get pulled over by the wrong cop and he's not going to care. And then boom, he's arrested again. You know, that's my theory at least. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's totally possible. It's uh, yeah, it's totally possible that that's, uh, that's what's going on. You know, it's like he gets, maybe he just thinks he's above the law. I mean, I don't know. Or it's just his image, you know, like he just is trying to continue being a bad person. (laughs) I don't know. No, I I don't, I don't think that, you know, I mean, really, you don't think he's a bad person. We've kind of gone sideways with John a couple of times and, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't have any bad feelings towards the guy. I don't think that he is out there just trying to be a bad person. You know, he's just, He's, he's he makes mistakes just like everybody else he just gets really? caught That's just like everybody just like everybody else makes mistakes just like everybody else yeah like criminals do you mean like dude criminals? It's, it's not like he's out breaking and entering and like robbing people you know? and assaulting people because i, I think know. i think at this point we would probably know about it well he don't did you hit a dr- he did hit a pregnant dr- uh lady while he was drunk and then fleed the scene so well we don't know mean, that he was we don't know that he was drunk Okay, he was never matter. he was never charged with DWI. Okay. Again. See, now but you're doing fake a, news. Okay, he ran a red light and hit a pregnant lady, all right? How, and then left the scene. So how bad that that doesn't make him a bad person and then he didn't learn from that lesson? He didn't learn. He just continually just thinks he's above the law and continues and continues to do bad things. I don't know. I'm not ready to like, you know, man, there's this expression out there. It's like, you don't shoot your wounded. And, you know, I'm not ready to take Jones behind the tool huh. shed yet and put him down like old hey, Yeller. I'm just calling it out. I'm just seeing it like it is. That's all I'm doing. You know, it's like, come on, man. He's going to kill somebody. What the, what the hell is he doing out driving drunk? You're supposed to be, in, you're supposed to be under quarantine, not leaving your house and you're out freaking drunk. Smoking marijuana and drinking, and he's got a freaking handgun. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? 
That's, you have valid points. You have valid points. But like I'm saying, I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to shoot the wounded yet. You know, okay. I, I, yeah. I hope John can get his stuff together. I mean, because you know what, honestly, when you look at mixed mar like all the mixed mar martial artists and you think of like the greatest of all time, really, he probably is the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. It's either got to be him or George St. Pierre. That's what's know? so frustrating about this situation with John. He is the greatest of all time, but he's, he's a freaking idiot. Like this, to say how it is, like you're just a complete moron acting like this, man. You're going to freaking kill somebody. The fact that he hasn't killed somebody yet is a miracle from God. Seriously. Yeah. Cause it's going to happen if he continues doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt Page says you're wealth shaming me, by the way. What do you mean? You're wealth shaming me. I am? You know, you might as well just fat shame me too. Tell me how fat I am too. Okay, fat shaming and wealth shaming is not even even in the same ballpark. Okay? Why, why not? Because wealth shaming So Okay, so, really so, accor so according to you, some forms of shaming are okay. Absolutely. Wealth shaming. Gary, where are you at? Wealth Gary, shaming you know what? Don't bring Gary into okay. this. I'm talking to you. I'm talking well, to you. Really? Like, so, okay. First off, you're admitting that you're wealthy. I am okay, not wealthy. Off. Okay. Then, then why do you have a problem with me wealth shaming you then? Because obviously that should make you feel good because you make more money than anybody that is listening or watching us right how now. How do you know? How do you, how do you even know that? Because you tell me all the time how much you make. Uh, you are, now you're a fucking liar. I have never told you that. <laughs> I have never talked to you about money. Dude, I saw... I the saw only time I've talked to you about money is when you're like, hey, bro, can I borrow 500 bucks? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> things are kind of tight right now. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. I know I know what you make off of how homes... Ricky tells me. You know, you have no you, idea. You, you believe Ricky, you... You know what? I cut people deals all the time. Ricky has the best relationship with me because... He has never paid a full commission with me. Not even close. Wow. Not one Do we time. want to get Ricky on? Get Ricky on right now. We don't I bet he, has, Ricky some, on. It's he true. has something else to say about that. You guys are Ricky, lucky to be friends. Ricky right will now, never badmouth me about being a realtor ever. Oh, yeah? Huh. Yeah. That's weird. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Never. All right. You know, that's fine. Never, ever. Jason, stop posting those fucking memes, those gifts. He's doing all these gifts of like people making it rain. Yep. That's right, man. That's Dex at the strip club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, what? Now you got nothing to say? No, I'm trying to find another sweet picture of you. This is probably okay. my favorite one right here. Uh, Zach Gentry did this one. It's uh, Buttface. Okay. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> it, looks, it looks, I don't know. You should probably not. Yeah, that, that one's not so nice. What? What do you mean? Uh, it looks like an upside down, uh, it looks like genitalia. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it does. Genitalia wow. with hair. Man. Where's Thanks. your mind at? Well, that's what it looks like, Dex. Well, we should probably wrap this up. My phone's going to die at any second. Though. All right. Hey, everybody, thanks for joining us. Uh, coming up soon, Bill May. Bill May is going to be on with us next week. I actually tried to get him to pop on today, but he had somebody walking into his office. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited. Bill May is going to be on with us next week. And we have a very, very, very special person coming on with us. And I don't want to spoil it, but we've got somebody who is, uh, I'm so excited. I am Beautiful. so excited. So Beautiful. if you guys need anything, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Instagram, whatever. 
And uh, yeah, and also I'll be posting a photograph of Dex so you guys can uh, make him up as well. And we can use that as his, uh, as his, as my background when we do these things. Absolutely guys. You guys stay safe out there. Stay home. Don't go outside unless you have to, you know, and, uh, just please social distancing, right? Buck. Yeah. Social the five. distancing. Wash your hands, wipe things down, stay away from people. Dex, did your phone just die? I think Dex's phone just died. All right. We'll see you guys later. Have a good day. No, 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 no. Don't touch me, babe. Please keep your hands off of your face. Where is that disinfectant spray? I hope this blows over by me. Where is that disinfectant spray? I'm gonna love you when the virus is contained I don't wanna shove you, so keep two yards at all times Between you and I